This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is TGI Fight Day, Wednesday edition. How does it feel, Corey? How does it feel? Second episode, how do you feel about the name? Uh, it, it's, it takes some getting used to, I'm going to be honest. TGI. It's a name. But it is a name. At least I was able to say it this time. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's right there in front of me now, just looking right at me. back. And me. we're not bound by the Friday thing, because, uh, you know... Uh, I might as we might as well just put the put it out there. Last week, fr- last Friday, we did not do a show. Do you know what we were doing, Corey? Uh, what were we doing, Michael? <laughs> we're doing the Hella Mega Tour. Tell yes. me you didn't fucking forget about that. Hella Mega we Tour were... twenty twenty one. Well, technically yeah. twenty twenty, but taking place in twenty twenty one. Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah. did they call it twenty twenty? Um, it's because of, like all the advertising. I don't know. I just feel like everything that was postponed from 2020 is like the Olympics now. So yeah, I just... they basically did the Olympics. They did that soccer tournament. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, for those who don't weren't familiar with it, we're not going to get too deep into it. Other than it fucking rocked. Yeah. Corey and I went to the Hell Omega Tour, which is a tour consisting of three bands: Fallout Boy, Weezer, and Green Day. And we were at Oracle Park from in San Francisco. Do you? Do you have any like affinity to that name? Like, do you have like, oh, it's always no. going to be. Oh, it's uh, AT&T. AT&T. Yeah, I mean, it's AT&T to me, but. It's because like that's that was the name when they, you know, yeah. the dynasty. Yeah. It, yeah. And also like, I don't know, I guess. And like Pac Bell Park. And AT&T. I kind of like that. AT&T was also the, uh, was the one I'm just most familiar with. Like, because Pac Bell yeah. wasn't that long of a name for a stadium. That, for the I felt play. well. Yeah. But, yeah, AT&T yeah. Park or yeah, AT&T Park for me. But yeah, we, Hell Omega Tour we, last week. We saw yeah, Green Day, the East Bay's finest. They they they're my boys. We yeah. I'm 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 relieved my voice has recovered in time for this podcast cuz let me tell you, like the last 2 days was straight up I was Laurenitising it. Yeah. I was really Laurenitising it. Sorry kid. You can't you didn't make the mustard. You didn't cut the mustard. Yeah. <laughs> Budget cuts. Uh, but no, fifty thousand people. I mean, it was outdoors, but uh, <laughs> sardine can. Like, if for those who have never been to Oracle Park, uh, the way because because we were in the three hundred section. Yeah. Like when we were, we had to like exit our way out, like just going down the stairs alongside a lot of other people, and it was, it was a sardine can, and I, I feel good now, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, so long story short, AEW crossed. Dynamite, right? <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, but no, yeah, no. This is these are trial runs. These are uh, TGI fight days. Let us know what you think in the comments below. What you want, what you don't want, and because uh, we, we're still trying to work things out. You know what I mean? Yeah, fixing the bugs. We won't be here every week. Some weeks we will. Some weeks we won't. But hey, once the machine it gets started, it. it was worth it. Oh, it was definitely worth it. But once the machine gets started, <laughs> it won't get stopping. Yeah. Well, we can't promise that, can we? One day we will. Okay. Anyway, yeah, I always say one day. Anyways, nonetheless, AEW Dynamite took place uh, just uh, let's say last night. I guess last night, right? Uh, wait. Yeah, we I also thought, talk I... about news. Okay, I was gonna say, and we're also yeah, Michael, come on. Okay, you gotta follow me. The... Here. Oh no, you know you're doing the show format. Yeah. I thought it was like I thought you were gonna go straight to I'm Dynamite. Like, like oh, tonight oh. we got AEW Dynamite. We got Hold your horses all out me. preview. But first, let's get into news. But. Yeah, because that's how Um, AEW Dynamite does their rundowns of the show. So that's how I felt because we talk about AEW Dynamite. Never mind. And and unfortunately, the way we're going to have to start news, it's a it's a bit of a heavy subject. So, you know, bit of a bit of a content warning here. It's it 
it's and it's also ongoing so who all yeah you know updates are incoming on this one but it's a pretty serious subject and you know uh, i'm getting all my updates you know from you and yeah. our other cwr on the street reporter jose osagueta um it, yeah content warning suicide all that all that stuff yeah yeah are you, more warnings you want to want more no that's it okay I mean, uh, nonetheless, um, yeah, Daphne, uh, what's her last, uh, I can't, I can't, what was her last she name? She usually just goes by Daphne, Daphne D-A-F-F-N-E-Y. Formerly yeah. of uh, WCW, you know, we've done some retro WCW reviews here on the show. Um, yeah. It was posting on Instagram, it was earlier today, uh, yeah. talking about, having going through a letter, talking about uh, where, like, her stuff is going to go. Um, Basically just, like, po- like, reading out loud her will, like, we don't. I, I didn't see the I didn't wanna, see the video yet, so I can't say exactly for sure what again, was in the video. I wouldn't necessarily want to go through the details of that, but basically, just it, it was more or less just an IG live video of a step. What was ostensibly a cry for help? Um, um, but you, like I said, um, our CWR associate Jose uh, did say in the video he did see what looked like to be a nine millimeter uh, yeah. pistol or gun. I don't know if it's technically I don't know what it what what it is. I'm not familiar with those yeah. things um but people are reaching out and crying for are crying out for help on twitter um all around the wrestling world um from mick foley sean ross Sapp. people tag sean ross Sapp in the post yeah. um, that somebody posted i mean he's saying police are en route but there's also she's had multiple address addresses her family's been reached they're trying to reach her um multiple people are trying to reach her but there's yeah, uh, it's just going to voicemail. So it's it's so far that's all we know. And uh, yeah, and you know, like I said, just... I'm, we're going to keep our eyes on the situation. Um, yeah, if anything happens, because it, it's 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 hard, man. It's hard. Uh, life life sucks yeah. sometimes. I'm, I get it. <laughs> I, I get mean, it, like you know? it's it's also just it's yeah, it's a bit of a heavy subject, and unfortunately, it's something that wrestling is it's a subject that also wrestling is unfortunately a little a little familiar with yeah. you know you don't uh but people say this isn't a common thing but you know yeah people are reaching out to her though um like i said um everybody big swole mick foley they're all using their platforms just to you know as asking if there was a way Le- to yeah, reach Le- leva bates yeah yeah um so you know best Please, uh, we pray. I am not a praying yeah. man, but hopefully Daphne's okay. Um, yeah. Hopefully she's able to talk to someone and work her way through her her traumas and every you know everything that she needs yeah. to be at work uh, help working through. So because also like so with September, it is it is September first. It's also uh, Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. Uh, might as well just use our platform just to put this out there yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're in crisis call the national suicide prevention lifeline at 800-273-8255 or use the crisis text line text n-a-m-i-2741741 yeah, yeah it's a yeah bit of a heavy way to start these uh these news but unfortunately you know stuff like this happens and i we i we hopefully I, I, Daphne gets the Daphne gets the help that she needs. Yeah, I think at this point, I just I, I hope the word gets out, and I hope she's okay. Yeah. You know? Again, just a bit of a just to repeat: if you're in crisis, call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, 800-273-8255. Crisis text line: text N A M I seven four one seven four one. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, let's move on, I think, uh, with yeah. uh, some lighter side of the news taking place today. Uh, we got reports that uh, going forward, NXT, which is formerly... Um, NXT. NXT. Yeah, <laughs> formerly up, called NXT. Uh, will now be going forward being produced by Bruce Pritchard and Vince McMahon. Uh, this report was confirmed by one David Meltzer himself. Um, although, the Melt Man. Although he melts. The Uncle Dave Meltzer, as I like to call him. And I think a lot of other people do. I don't know if I just heard that somewhere and I just went with it. The Young Bucks would call him Uncle Dave. Uh, that's, why, that's how we, we probably got that term. Fightful has uh, spoken to numerous talent in NXT who have not yet been informed of yet such a decision. Um, and we're kind of left in the dark about the news in general. Uh, sources have said that uh, they have not noticed McMahon or Pritchard at the NXT Performance Center, but have noticed one uh, influential producer, uh, Jamie Noble, has been spotted at the Performance Center as of late. And I guess word is that Pritchard will be there this weekend. Oh, boy. So. And apparently they're... It's it's not a mandatory meeting, so not everybody has to be there. <laughs> Only the people that are going to survive. Yeah. You know. It's there, but yeah, so... They later add, like Dave Meltzer later adding that McMahon and Pritchard will be behind the big decisions, not the little ones, and will be behind marketing, promotion, and direction. So, you think, you think, uh, you think Vince McMahon he uh, he personally like had a hand in that logo? <laughs> well, like, oh, it, it's, it does it's just, uh, it does scream uh, like a bunch of Ultimate Warrior a logo. I know. Huh? I think Vince McMahon literally ripped off his shirt. Took a bunch of paint cans and just started slashing at the wall with it. He's you know? like, he's like uh, Brian. He's like the dad from Malcolm in the Middle, Brian Cranston. Yeah. When he that episode where he decided to become an artist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, it's my masterpiece. It's yeah. NXT. And, and like every, and he just puts a couple strokes, and then like you never see the painting, but then everybody in the family loves it after yeah. a couple strokes. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, we'll see what happens Triple going H. forward. <laughs> what does he do now? Uh, he stays married to Stephanie and does back roll stuff. He'll, you know, honestly, oh my goodness. honestly, you know what's going to happen? He's going to make a return to the ring. It, it, honestly, though, like might as well at this point. No, why, why not? Let's let's. Th- I'm going to try to play at least devil's advocate here a little bit on this NXT news. NXT needs to be different. I think NXT really does need a change, and I yeah. think what they've been doing for. The past two years just isn't working like you we've said it a bunch of times like um back in the b show days where nxt said we, we would always say nxt had the better wrestling while dynamite was just overall the better show like whatever they're doing now just simply isn't working and maybe just maybe a change is good not maybe mcmahon and bridget isn't necessarily that, that that's not exactly a vote of confidence on my part if it's actually they're actually going to pull it off because yeah you know <laughs> I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, but days of NXT, like the old days of no, the good days of NXT are gone. You know, the good days of, well, I mean, watch, they've been gone a while. Be I guess they've been gone a while though. You know what I mean? We've been oh, yeah, kind of, absolutely. Everyone, Especially when, when, uh, when AEW was starting, when dynamite started. Yeah. I mean, well, it happened. Yeah. Yeah. I would say about six months. No, it was, it was the pandemic. It was like right when the pandemic hit. NXT just kind of lost track. That one final beat match with Gargano and Ciampa was really NXT's one final point. beat. Yeah, that final beat. Yeah, no, quite literally. 
Quite but literally. What what's NXT? What's the performance center going to look like from now on? Too. Oh, they like, ended their they ended that partnership. Well, they ended their partnership with full sale with full sale, but they haven't been in full sale for a while. They've been at the performance, and they're going to continue. And these past few weeks was the tearing down of the full sale studio. That's why they taped those shows. Those those have been at the performance center. Those weren't at full sale. CWs. They have they haven't been. They haven't been at the performance center, or uh, they have not been at full sale for a while. The CWC is at the performance center. Yeah, but then they're also just formally. But then even then. Oh yeah, I know what you mean. Tearing even then, down. Full, they they've ended the partnership with Full Sail, so even then you can't even. They're no longer that. They're no longer associated with that school. Yeah, no. I just the look of it. I mean, in terms of staging, lighting, yeah. all of that. I mean, I'm more curious about that. It used to be dark and gritty, oh, and now it's like the exact opposite of dark and gritty. They but, got Wale to do a theme song. Like they just hit inverse on the select button on the Photoshop. If you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. I mean, I feel like. Thank you, yeah, Michael. As soon as you say inverse, I, logically speaking, black is white and white is black. Yeah, yeah. Up is and Malibu Kai cats Black living, is no longer there. Cats are living with dogs. It's anarchy. Uh, I guess uh, best of luck to NXT. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, it's. Uh, Let's move on, I guess. It's not a good look. It's not a good look. Let's move on. Uh, AJ Lee, AJ Mendez. Uh, of CM Punk wife fame, also a former. <laughs> Pretty sure she's famous for something else, dude. I no, mean... I know she's also a New York Times bestseller. She's also a former Divas champion, one of the longest, one of the longer reigning Divas champion. I can't say longest anymore, I mean, right? Because yeah, as soon as she retired, like, oh, Nikki Bella, let's just. Uh... I have, I had her book somewhere right behind me, but I guess no. Uh, nonetheless, uh, CM Punk was asked. And I do have to make a correction on my Instagram post. I said New York Times. I meant New York Post. I just it was a fucking disaster. I'm sorry. If anybody's watching this, please make a counter on the amount of times I'm fixing my hair. Uh, (laughs) CM Punk was asked if his wife will be joining the AEW roster. And he says, I just want to say no, just because of her neck. The reason she stopped wrestling is because of her neck. I wouldn't want her to jeopardize her health, and neither would she. So we'll put an end to that rumor right now. AJ Lee is uh, not all elite. That means what? WWE? Where is she going, man? No, I'm kidding. As you know, like I hear something like this, and then you also hear uh, Paige on her Twitch stream saying she's training for her in-ring career, and then who also had neck injury and neck problems, and then you also, I mean, look Didn't who fucking, look who was in look who was in the fucking main event of Dynamite. Like Christian Cage is Christian Cage is currently uh challenging kenny omega for the title yeah you have edge on a and currently in a program had, who just came off a SummerSlam program with seth rollins like you know it makes you really do question like like the you know the medical medical involved in but then this is also coming from aj herself aj lee herself you know maybe this is something that was independently found from her findings because like the difference between aj lee and Wait, hold on. Someone's entering the room. Who is it? Who is it? Three, okay, 18, two, 18 minutes. Someone one. just opened the door. Someone just opened the door. I thought, I'm not even going to edit this out. And like, and I also completely lost my train of thought. Um, AJ Lee. No, AJ Lee, like she, you know, those findings were completely independent from WWE, um, you know, medical. So Dot com. maybe it is, maybe it is actually curtains for her. Uh, you know, but you know what I mean. But you know what I mean. She had that. She had that best-selling book. 
Uh, she seems like she crazy is my superpower. Exactly. And I've read halfway through it. And that honestly, for me, that's pretty freaking good. Just saying, I'm not a reader and I'm like, clearly she she has a dog at this point where I'm at. I don't know. It's probably like a quarter of the way. Uh, nonetheless, she won't be. You didn't reach the part where John Laurinaitis told basically <gasps> told her that she wasn't fuckable enough. Sorry, sorry, you didn't AJ. Reach that part? No, I didn't reach that part yet. Or you didn't reach the part where like she was on a date with Ziggler and all they did was make out and that was it. No, I could see that though. Yeah. No. Yeah. Anyways, uh, let's move on to our last. I think that's what that was. <clears throat> oh, whatever. Our last piece of the news of today: the former IWGP World Heavyweight Champion and current Rev 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 Rev. Rev, Rev, Rev Pro heavyweight champion Will Ospreay has tested positive for COVID-19. Ospreay's positive COVID result is a breakthrough case because he's been fully vaccinated. In a post on Twitter, Ospreay states, uh, I can't go to RevPro shows this weekend, so unfortunately, you'll have to deal with really good wrestling and not the best wrestling because the best wrestler is currently battling COVID. He put it in the exclamation point. I mean, his words, not not yours. His words, you yeah. Edi- you didn't editorialize. I did not editorialize. I'm this. not putting COVID nineteen over. He says brother. I'm going to beat COVID, and why? Because I'm on another level. So yes, he's using his COVID as a um, as an opponent, as a program. Yeah, which is I, you know, I want to hear more about how he's doing. You know, losing all those smells, and I had a breakthrough COVID case. I talked about this last time. You know. No, I don't think I've given it. Kind of a miracle. It to, it's kind of a miracle. It hasn't happened yet. I don't think I've given it to Will Ospreay. I can't say for sure I didn't. But I'm going to say you didn't. I don't know that. Willing, I I'm saw willing, him at a I'm Hot Topic years that. ago, and I was like, what's up, Will Ospreay? And he was like, oi, are you doing my... Get better, uh, that's not even. It's not even... like to Go back even more recent. We met him at that SF State show. Oh, yeah. That's to the Super Juniors. He was I still have that. Over. I still have that autograph, eight, eight and a half by 11. You paid good money for that. <clears throat> Probably too much money for that. Probably, yeah. Uh, yeah, so Will Ospreay, uh, you know, although RevPro did make comments on their uh, Instagrams or <laughs> he'll be okay. Twitter saying he'll be fine by uh, September 19th high stakes show, which, you know, given my time of recovery, which was 10 days, it's September 1st or 2nd, whenever you're watching this. It took this. you 10 days even after the vaccine. Yeah. Well, that's wow. what they told me. You know, I probably could have went out sooner, but I just stayed inside for the 10 days. I could have been fine. I mean, you know. Uh, but my smell came. My smell well, I'm glad you are fine. Thank you, Michael. I appreciate that. Anyways, uh, best of luck Max, to Will Ospreay. Yeah. Best of luck to Will Ospreay. Uh, in other news, Max Castor was in the dark tapings. Oh, good for him. Oh, so he's back. You know, after, you know, that unpleasantness from Dark Elevation that caused Tony Khan to (laughs) to personally edit all Dark and Dark Elevations by myself. Dude, come on. I thought that was the most hilarious thing. Like, Tony Khan. He said something that that had to have been cleared. It had to have been cleared. What he said, it had to I mean, have been cleared. It had to have been cleared, but then it. De- he probably went up. I to- mean, Con, but then, but then, you are are you willing to believe that Con himself cleared it? He said, I mean, he, you, you. At this point, you're just gonna have to give him the. Benefit no, of the doubt. I don't. I don't. I don't. I can't say for sure, but yeah. it was cleared, and you know, I don't think Max Caster should be in so much hot water. Um, you know, he, you don't he, think so? I mean, like uh, he should at least apologize. Like it, it, 
in my opinion, I feel like he should have at least apologized. Yeah, it was it was, a, it was, it was pretty, pretty insensitive. Yeah. And then also like read the goddamn room. Like yeah. Simone it was like right in the week of when Simone Biles pulled out and you're gonna do this shit. Well, he like, was talking about like a like a rape allegation, right? Yeah. It was yeah. the it was yeah. 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 So. It was the it was the the, the, the the doctor thing, which again, like you're a heel, but god damn, read the room. Read the year, read the culture, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I want to say, you know, I also do want to say, like, well, he's young, but like, how old is he? I think he's like my age. I think he is like thirty in his thirties. Or it doesn't 20. matter, honestly. Max Caster. I, I, I think. Well, I still want to know. He's thirty-two people... years old. Yeah, he should be no better by now. He's thirty-two. Uh, yeah, and also with the whole Julia Hart thing, it's I Julia Hart. Well, that's what he said something about her with like the yeah. comments of yeah. something. Yeah. I guess or something in the news. And yeah, it's know. out there. Um, yeah, we he should apologize, it. and I don't think. Uh, well, I, there's zero indication of that actually happening, but you know he's Apolo- brought back. Yeah, he's he given sensitivity training, so to the fans, I guess. Yeah, he has a show going on, like which like a hip hop is very show. much evocative. He no, he has a show like from an outside venue that's very much evocative from like an ex, like that would actually that like, would be very much evocative of somebody who doesn't work for that company anymore, but is willing to use his name to market on that to market himself on that very market. And like I thought, like oh shit, is he not on the AEW? But he's gonna, he's gonna swindle a bunch of marks, in using his name. But apparently, he was in the dark taping. So he's like Enzo. He will any publicity is good publicity for him, at least in his eyes. At least that's how I see it. You know, I, I he's just using it to make money, and if that's what he wants to do. Whatever, you go make that. I mean, money, he works at he's Kester. he's not he's not away. He, he works at AEW now. So he still works at AEW. So he does. But what I'm saying is, like, he's going to use his name to do whatever shows or create controversy. He's not going to ever be he's AEW an world champion, and he knows that. Like, he's 32 years. I old. don't know, man. I kind of. Oh, you don't know this. if Max Caster is going to be AEW I thought, world champion. I honestly thought that guy had has and probably arguably still has a ton of potential. I was always a believer in Max Caster. Yeah, until he let you down. Let a lot of people. Whatever. Down. Anyways. Shall we move on to Dynamite? <clears throat> yeah. AEW Dynamite, September 1st, 2021. Oh, yes. Testing? Test? Yeah, keep going. Okay. Let's keep going. Uh, we kick it off. This is the go-home show for, for All Out in the this is the Now Arena in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, they give a run. It's the same as same arena as uh, All Out. Is it? I yeah. Know. Uh, they run down the show for the night. CM Punk speaks. Tony Schiavone with MJF. Orange Cassidy versus Jack Evans. JR with uh, Jericho in the ring. And eight-man tag match main event. Elite versus Jungle Express and Lucha Brothers. But we kick things off with Proud and Powerful. Ortiz and Santana versus FTR. The rematch. Uh, so, I mean, what did you think of this match? I thought it was an excellent match. I thought it was excellent. I thought it was a good match, but I... I don't think it was like their best go back and forth, but it was really good. I personally, like, I know this is a bit of a cliche, but I would have, I mean, like, I'll, I'll just, we'll just get into it. Like where I was hoping they were kind of flirting with a time limit draw. And I thought, Hey, you got a free slot with Andrade and pack not being on the show due to travel issues. Yeah. Like, you know, give yeah. it to these guys, give them the pay-per-view spot. But alas, they, they did what they did, which was well. I mean, yeah, because I think this was kind of like you know how 
the go home shows. A lot of go home shows now are kind of like pre shows for the pay per view. I think WWE does that with like oh WrestleMania, SmackDown, or and, and the and they Tony Khan has said it himself where he's willing to make make dynamites or rampages feel a little bit less special in order to elevate the, the those pay per views, which yeah. you know it's with the ratings momentum that you they constantly been having. Yeah. Do you really want to do that? Like, hey, you're the boss. Uh, Santana Ortiz come out uh, with their dead president's war paint on FTR, paying homage to Bobby Eaton with their tights. That, that dead president's poster would terrify me as a child. And I think I made this joke before. Yeah. Well, those are the old days. You can make the joke a couple more times in the new era of City Wrestling Radio. Uh, the crowd is super hot for both teams, like just going back and forth with. Uh, the cheering match breaks down pretty quickly into a four way. And I'm okay with this because that's kind of like when the match gets going, when they started out with Santana and Dax, it was kind of slow start stereo tope con hero to FTR. The two teams get in the ring, build the heat on Ortiz working his forearm cash exposes a turnbuckle and Dax begins stretching Ortiz's hey, forearm. We're teasing the spot. Like, Oh yeah, we're, we're going to do this to you. See how it feels, Ortiz. Like, what the fuck, you guys? Exposing. Trying to end his career? He's like stretching his arm over the exposed metal. You get a hot tag to Santana. Santana then just runs wild on FTR. And I can honestly see a singles run in Santana's career, if anything. like if Everybody's been saying that. Everybody wants that. And I, 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 I feel that way, too. But... You know, until when no, it's right, yeah, it's right. I can see it happen. Uh, Trace Amigos to Dax, followed by a frog splash. Okay. Uh, do you think I, – I got I to gotta ask you. Do what? you think Eddie Guerrero tribute spots are overdone now? Yes, absolutely. I think so, too. I think every time someone tries to get one now, they do it. It's kind of like a cheap pop. It, it definitely is, especially if you're a Hispanic <laughs> yeah. Uh, performer. Well, yeah, you don't really see, like – you know, Nick Aldis go for the three amigos and the frog splash. It, it, you know what I mean? It, it, yeah, it's just yeah. like, it's what somebody does now in the ring. If they want to, they're just like, well, I need to do something real quick. Hold on. Uh, three amigos, frog splash spot, you know? Yeah. And then you just hear the Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah uh, they got to be careful about that. Everyone's got to be careful with that or else like, uh, Hey, at least there was a gory bomb, you know? Uh, oh, they, the gory they, special. They, they whipped, they yeah, had the gory special. They whipped yeah. out at least something. Yeah, uh, they had they had the gory special on Ortiz by uh, Cash Wheeler. Then they hit the big rig on Ortiz. Santana comes off the top rope to break up the count. The end of the match though saw a rolling cutter to Cash by Santana, leading to a code breaker to Cash by Ortiz. Uh, then they hit their finisher, which was kind of like a double reverse flapjack, right? Yeah. Uh, then a pin in the win. Santana over uh, Cash Wheeler. I mean, I don't know. People were talking about this could be, you know, Cash one of Cash Wheeler's last matches because they didn't know the extent of his injury. I mean, uh, clearly he 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 looked good. Yeah, he looked really good in this match. So I don't see any reason why uh, Cash Wheeler. I we mean, we were being worked, Corey. We were all being worked. I mean, it could be, could be, you know. Um, at the same, there was time, a point in this match where Jr. says the crowd is full of P and V, and uh, my my what? shitty mind. Yeah. He said, oh, because he, cause he obviously meant piss and vinegar, but ah. then I immediately just went, like, what? Penis and vagina? What? Yeah. I mean, that's I was kind of... You can say piss and vinegar. Oh, yeah, you know, the, the kids will get after me. And they, uh, they'll, they'll send, I mean, I feel like the kids, like myself, would go more after him if he just said P and V. 
that's way more that is the way that is way more racier to say uh santana gets the pin on cash wheeler then we move on to daniel garcia and 2.0 promo uh they're basically promising to take out darby allen before he makes it to all out because daniel garcia is facing darby allen at rampage this friday night uh what do you think of 2.0 they're 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 absolutely perfect for who they are great. you know they are the remember when i would say who would always say like oh man dark order is going to be great cannon fodder for the elite and how like they would just be like stars yeah they would know they would take bumps and they're they're great workers they take they they know how to format themselves mm-hmm. into making the actual stars look you know look larger than life as illustrated by the segment that we're just about to recap yeah yeah, no, they're they're great. I love them. Uh, then we get the CM Punk speaks promo, which I feel like we're gonna get a bunch of shows because he's and he's also becoming self aware about it. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, he did he did say something about like you guys aren't sick of me yet, but I don't know. I feel like after every entrance from besides the first rampage, the first dance, uh, everything just seems lackluster now. Oh no, I mean, I, I can say that about last week. This I feel had the most meat into the had the most meat within this uh, Darby program. Because I feel like all night, I feel like I don't know. I've, they were just kind of treading people out to play their music, and they would say nothing. Like CM Punk didn't say much, you know. Uh, I... He just says, "Oh, I, I every time I come out here, I love coming out and hearing you guys cheer for me for cult of personality." It could all end on Sunday, but I promise. And then he's attacked. Yeah, this. No, what you just recapped was a little bit different from last week where, you know, I mean, last week was really special because he pretty much just fucking confirmed the signing of Daniel. I mean, Brian Danielson. But yeah, yeah with this one, I thought it hit. I mean, I mean, whatever the, the promos, the promo, what actually happened was the real star of that segment. Which, yeah. <clears throat> That's when uh, Sting and Darby Allen come out to for the save. Well, no. No, two point yeah, two point They come out and beat up Punk. Yeah. Um. But then, like, I love how like as the music, as uh, Darby's music kept playing, you can see like Daniel Garcia still beating up Punk. Like, hey, listen, the time between now and them entering this ring, well, I can the, still yeah. kick your ass. They're still walking down like kind of slowly at first. They're just kind of like, I'm like, come on, let's go, guys. CM yeah. Punk's getting beat up. Let's get out there. Uh, they come out for the save. Um, they hit, yeah. all hit their yep. fi- they all hit their finishers on the heels. The first GTS from Punk in seven years, man. That's yeah. a big well, deal. Well, that's to, that's to be disputed. There. What been, do you mean? Do you remember that indie show? That guy who ran in with that mask. Oh, come on. on. Okay, on national television. Okay. On national television. Okay. Trivia notes. The last person to take a GTS from Punk since then. Uh, testing. Testing. Ryback. Nope. Who? I'll give you two. I'll give no. Give, I'm giving you two more guesses. Daniel Bryan. Nope. Cody Rhodes. Nope. Okay. Who was it? The head of the table, Roman oh, Reigns. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's Mr. Roman Reigns himself. Well, I mean, he's back. He hit the GTS, I that's believe. That's crazy. On. That's That's got to be the, the handicap match then. That's. No, I can't. No. I mean, yeah. I, well, yeah. I, I, was, I, I saw this on Twitter, so it uh, must be true. Like I said, all three men hit their finishers on the heels. Uh, Allen and Punk stare each other down. Sting gets on the mic and just re- reveals to everyone just how old he is uh, because he says he has mucho respect for Punk. And no, it's ah, like, it's, you know, Sting. It's uh, Sting. Uh, uh. It's not going to be like. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm not like mad props, yo. 
I mean, I get it, but at the same time. Like, he's not The Undertaker. I mean, I think he's better than The Undertaker, but then, like, he ain't going to be, like, this big mystique. He's just a silly dude with a face paint who just knows, hey, you know, it's been a long time since I've, you know, done this shit. But it's just let's mucho, get this. mucho respect. I mean, that's I just, like, I thought it was SoCal funny. 90 Surfer. I That's just what I thought. Thought it was funny. I laughed out loud when I heard him say it. Uh, anyways, he goes on to say that it was good to see a GTS, a coffin drop, and a stinger splash all in the same ring. Uh, he says, we've all got the same goal in mind. We're getting traffic out of the way for our ma- for the match on Sunday. And that traffic, some of that traffic is, is the stinger. And he goes, I'm going to give a fist bump to my buddy, Darby, and I'm going to go to the back. Uh, yeah, he says, you know what? I'm going to take the weekend off, guys. Later. I ain't even going to go to <laughs> Chicago. Later, guys. Later, guys. I'm gonna Wait, do- hold on. How much, is my- how much is the pay-per-view payout? Oh, okay. I'll go. Yeah, no. I'm... I'm- I'm sure he'll be. I'm sure he'll actually just do a fist bump and just in the like, backstage. Hey guys, I'm Sting. He'll give a fist bump to both guys. Like, yeah. now kids, when you go out there, no, don't know too much roughhousing. Don't do too much of that. And, and here's uh, your lunch money. And also, no eye raking, and uh, no low blows. So then Sting leaves the ring, but then so does everybody else. And that was Punka versus Darby for as, as right. far as face to face show. In the ring. Uh, we have a Kenny Omega video package, which I wasn't really paying attention to. It was just kind of saying Kenny Omega. Listen, man. Uh, I mean, I could go more about it on the preview on on our on our preview for All Out, but people are sleeping on this. Man, I I watched Omega yes, I versus Cage uh, again on the first episode of Rampage because I recently got a, a fight uh, an AEW Plus fight subscription. Which more on that later, but. Kenny Omega, that, that was a great fucking match. Like, I'm looking forward to them running it back. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't seen anything yet. I, I mean, I saw that Impact or the Impact title match. It's okay, but Christian oh, no, is I'm just... I'm strictly just talking about the Cage and Omega match. I, I haven't seen anything in regards to Christian Cage's uh, Impact work. Yeah. No, I mean, Christian Cage, Kenny Omega for the Impact title in AEW. Uh, it's But it's... I, I thought it was for all the marbles. I think I think Kenny Omega is probably going to get that. I mean, no, he's not putting his title on the line. It's just it's, it's just for the AEW title. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, and nonetheless, uh, yeah, no, I don't. We'll, we'll talk more about it later. Uh, then we had MJF promo or MJF interview with Tony Schiavone, and uh, this is I mean it's MJF. Well, oh, but also oh, it was really Tony, good promo. It was really good promo. But, but, Tony, but Tony also added a lot to it because like he just straight up like, ah, I'm here and interviewing this piece of shit. He's like, I'm interviewing the most despicable yeah. piece of shit. And, you know, MJF was just like, oh, you're thanks for being a good reporter and very biased. You are. <laughs> did love that. He has a point, dude. Like he does. He absolutely does. Uh, MJF promo. He goes, uh, he says you are. He's talking about Chris Jericho. He goes, you are absolutely known as the greatest of all time. You will be forever uh, arched or drawn in the Mount Rushmore of wrestling. But uh, don't get it twisted, buddy. By the time my career is all said and done, I'll be taking your place. I know uh, wrestling fans are going to take a long time to get used to that. But I might as well be wrestling stepdad because I got big shoes to fill. I thought that was a fucking great line. Uh, It basically goes on talking about how Jericho is like the Muhammad Ali of wrestling and how uh, Muhammad Ali was addicted to the spotlight and couldn't get enough of it. And that's what turned his brains into what MJF says, quote, uh, scrambled eggs and how 
Ali is a shell of the man he was. Uh, and he says, look in the mirror, Jericho, because you are Ali in this story. Um, so, I mean, it was a good, passionate promo cut. I mean, yeah, I, it was a great promo. I, the one thing I did I crack me up so much was the fact that there was like 20 camera cuts. And I thought that was done intentionally because I think MJ like has a know, rib to yeah, like, yeah, or not like a rib production, not a rib, but more of like heel heat for MJF. Like people yeah. would be like, Oh God, this is horrible. Oh, camera. Oh cut. no. I think it was an actual like production call for like, okay, we need, we can't just have people. We can't just have one still shot. We just need to have people to, in order to maintain people's attention span, which, Hey, it kind of worked for me. It was, like, it I was, was going a lot back and forth, like <laughs> to the point where I was like, oh, okay, come on. Yeah, if you notice it, that's probably a bad sign. But I, my attention was still retained. You yeah. know, I came off of this really looking forward to the MJF Jericho match, and uh, even more so as we get on with the show. Yeah. Uh, then we go on to Orange Cassidy versus Jack Evans. Uh, Hardy attacks Orange Cassidy before the bell. Yeah. Referee Bryce Remsburg uh, ejects him. Uh, Evans takes control early. OC eventually runs wild, hits a tornado DDT, and then a Mishinoku driver. To which JR replies, I never thought Mish- Taka Mishinoku would have a move named after him. I was like, that move's been named after him for... Even Excalibur was kind of like, well, I beg to differ. And I, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was kind of like, the move's been named after him for, what, 20 years now? I mean, I love JR. Just, just saying. Pointing it out. Uh, the match uh, goes to picture in picture and never comes back from it. Uh, because the match ended in picture yeah. in picture kind of pissed it's, me off uh, the first well you know like since you were clearly watching from the the tnt feed like i said mentioned earlier i am a new subscriber to aw fight plus so i have the i have the fortune of watching these uninterrupted let me tell you Corey, 100 percent recommend it <laughs> Well, you it's watching uh, watching Dynamite on AEW Plus. Are you also watching on a, a VPN? Game changer. Yep. Yeah. So you have to do a VPN and a AEW Fight Plus. You can't. Yeah. Get that I mean, I mean, I'm on one that's that's free. Oh yeah, no, I'm just that's free. It's because they get they do they do plenty of these. I mean, like I, they're not going to sponsor us, so I might as well not say it. But you know, it's I highly recommend it. I got cool. some Netherlands internet. Fight doesn't does no doesn't know it at all. <laughs> All my free chocolate and weed over here. And I also bought, you know, like I also kitchen, bought uh, all out for twenty bucks using it. So oh, did you? God damn. Yeah, that's awesome because I just paid for my all out. Oh, I didn't pay for it, but I I order it on Comcast. You know, I'm just gonna fucking go off on these Bleacher Report fuckers right now, actually, because so I get all I had all my Bleacher Report emails filtered to spam, and when I like way after the fact, I I searched on the search bar of my gmail bleacher report and it and then i saw these bevy of like action required last chance migrate your bleacher report account to no bleacher report live account to bleacher report and i found this email way after the fact and now i connected my and then i logged into the bleacher report uh website proper yeah i go over to my events page and you lost everything none. I lost everything. That's I have over two. I have about two hundred dollars worth of AW <sighs> pay per views bought off of that. Yeah, I'm a filthy mark buying all these pay per views. Who? Yeah. How dare you? But uh, yeah, I lost all of it, and this is what. This is why I'm subscribing. This is why I have a VPN. This is why I have a fight. Yeah. Of, yeah. Like I have. I'm buying these things through fight because. 
fuck Bleacher Report. Like on it, like wow. what the hell? And I also sent an email. They haven't gotten back to me on this. So what? Bleacher Report? Come on, dude. It's bad. It's, it's real bad. That, that, but, it is messed up. That's that's. But uh, fight. It's not messed up. It's been a really smooth experience. I still, you know, have, no, I still have my all in. I think on fight. No watch. restaurant quality picture in picture. I mean, there it is. I do get to hear. I do get to hear Jr. say that. But so when Jack Evans got pinned, it just felt like a regular match. Like oh shit. And yeah. then I did. And it took me a minute to realize. Wait, are they still in picture in picture? Oh shit! I kind of wanted to see that. No, I yeah, kinda it, wanted it, to it, see how it looked on picture and picture so yeah it came back and it was just over and i was like oh, oh okay because i don't watch picture and picture i got stuff to do i got nobody does bathroom that's, break I, I feel like that nobody stretches. actually does and i think this is the and i feel feel like this is the wake-up call for like hey people watch your picture and picture yeah uh then yeah so then uh with the hardy the hfo hardy family or was it hardy family organization what they fucking call themselves hot hardy front office sorry uh, they attack the best friends. Uh, Jurassic Express come out for the save. Um, then, like, this is the second week in a row, I feel like, where an OC match, Orange Cassidy, is uh, pretty lackluster, and everyone's kind of going to be kind of harping on this one. Just like they did last week. think about this whole Orange Cassidy, Hardy uh, program? Uh, it's, I don't care. I just Me don't. Either. You know what I mean? I think it's just, I think it's just treading water. I honestly for... had a thought, though, today about Orange Cassidy. What did you? What, what do you think of and Orange Cassidy? I know people are gonna like harp on me about this, but he's got to change his. his he's got to change something, man. Like he's I don't got, think he should change his look. I think it's just it's it's just the program that he's that he's no, in. No, it's his person. It's everything. Like he's gonna be this guy no, his entire. Career. I wouldn't change his personality. I would just. I would more or less. You got to have something. You got to have somebody to bounce off him. And I don't think. I don't think Matt Hardy is that person. I just turn him heel. I want to see all black denim. No. Yes. Yes, Michael. Sorry. I disagree. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, yeah. The whole program is lackluster, and I'm not a fan of it. So uh, we move on to the Eddie Kingston promo, or well, the Eddie Kingston Miro promos back and forth. Uh, Eddie Kingston, fucking great. I just can't get enough of the guy. He says, "I'm coming after your neck. Uh, that DDT is your kryptonite. I'm coming after that TNT championship because without that championship, you're no longer God's favorite champion. Take my hand." We're going to walk through hell together. And if you survive that, you're going to go to your God's heaven. Which I was just like, holy moly. That was great. Yeah. Uh, then Miro replies. Um, but the, yeah, go ahead. Miro replies. He goes, Kingston, talking about DDTs and kryptonite. God's favorite champion only stays down for his hot wife in a hotel room after I love a victory. Every, I, love so, like, I love everything about the way Miro just I love Miro. Just in general. He's awesome. Yeah. He incorporates his hot wife, is what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, no, there's something going on with my microphone. Sorry about this, ladies and gentlemen. I, I hear you fine over here. Yeah. But no, it's just the way OBS is OBS is acting weird right now. Well, I could send you an audio file if you need it. No, that's cool. Uh, but, yeah, no, uh, he's great. I've always loved Miro on Twitter. I've always loved him and CJ Perry kind of together in, like, real life. They've always just been the sunshine Oh yeah, no, they everything. were highlights. They were highlights uh, every time they were in Total Divas. Now, I mean, hey, listen, you get to see C.J. Parker in the surreal life this fall, you know. Yeah, and I think uh, without Miro, so whoa, whatever. And I think you know they seem like a couple that would be like down to go to Disneyland or like go to like go out clubbing. You know what I mean? 
you know, they just have like this perfect contrasting. Uh, they they have great chemistry together. You know, yeah. of course. Uh, we get a mock- they legit like you legitimately. They seem happy. They legitimately love each other. Yeah. Uh, Moxley video promo. Moxley says uh, he's insulted by this crazy ass old man who wants to get in the ring and go toe to toe with him, and he's going to go back to Cincinnati with Kojima's scalp. Which I was like, uh, Red Club motherfuckers. Oh, I guess yeah, Cincinnati. Oh, they're the red. They're the Reds, right? Oh, bread with a B. Did you not? Okay, never, never mind. mind. Nonetheless. Uh, yeah, so he's hyping up his match against Shatoshi. Ah, blah, blah. Help me out here. Shatoshi. Can't say it. You're not going to Satoshi Kojima. There you go. Uh, with his match. Ooh, you all. had it. <laughs> no, I. Yeah. Anyways, uh, JR interview with Chris Jericho in the ring. Uh, JR says Jericho uh, is gonna make might make a mistake this weekend. He's gonna tell us why after a good old round of Judas karaoke. Come on, everybody, sing along! <laughs> Jericho comes out to the ring. He welcomes welcomes us all to Chicago. Is Jericho uh, because he said his in ring main event career started 22 years ago in Chicago, just down the sh- road at the Allstate Arena. Um, the man who recruited him was Jr., and that's why he wanted Jr. out there with him. Jr. then asks him, uh, "He goes, why did you apply the stipulation to the match, Jericho?" Well, he says, first off, MJF, you're a piece of shit." Which ta- Tony Schiavone just interjects, it's like, uh, yeah. "Common knowledge." No, he just says, "Common knowledge." Uh, he says, "You only have three victories over me," um, but Jericho is never complacent. And that's why, in, that's why he's here in AEW. They didn't know where, where they were going to go, but here they are. Episode 100. Uh, Jericho Woo! says he can't live with the thought of not beating MJF. Did and, he actually say episode 100? Yeah, it is episode 100. No, he did Jericho say that. Yeah, yeah he did. Okay. At least somebody acknowledged it. Uh, Jericho says he can't. Um, he wants more, uh, but, but he goes, but if horrible things happen and he does lose on Sunday, he's going to go to the commentary table and he says goodbye to all the fans. But also says uh, MJF doesn't have the balls to get rid of him on Sunday. Great promo. I'm yeah. very much looking forward to Jericho versus MJF. And uh, we'll I will have my opinions on who goes over later on this show. Yep. Uh, CM Punk, Darby Allen pro, or it was more of a Darby Allen video promo, and uh, Darby it was, Allen. It was a student film. It was a project. <laughs> Literally, it was like Juno because they had like the, the soft gu- guitar in the background. I liked it. It was different. He you says, know, normally you would dissociate. Like, like you hard, left me. Like no, this was. You left me seven years ago. This is what Darby. This is what makes Darby Darby. He says you said I was first on the list, but real in reality, I should have been last on your list. So I have to do something impossible i have to beat cm punk in chicago i mean it's not exactly how he delivered it but no that was just me but um, it, it was Darby very Allen, he is deceptively like he like the way he looks he is deceptively low voice you know like cm punk you yeah, know even yeah. if you're the best in the world like that's that's one that again that's part of the appeal of darby allen yeah that and he, that and he he's a he's a small dude and uh, kids are small. Then we go into uh, <laughs> it's the Haas match of the night because it's. I'm weird. looking forward to it, man. That that yeah yeah whatever. <laughs> Will Hobbs versus Brian Cage. Big uh, meaty man slapping me. <laughs> Meat mug. <laughs> uh, Cage attacks Hobbs during his entrance because that's what faces do apparently. Both. You know men... what I fucking hate actually. Uh, I hate Hobbs' white boots with the two large black laces. 
It always clashes with his with any singlet that he wears. Well, you know what? Boots are expensive. Okay. Well, then fucking tell Taz to fucking pay up. I swear to God, I hate yeah, it. Yeah, he got that new uh, Harlem Heat uh, uh, tights. So yeah, Matt, get get boots that match your singlet. It just looks it looks bad. Like I would yeah. go like just get just recolor the laces because it's it, it, yeah. Hobbs uh, killing me, so, brother. Uh, goes to picture in picture relatively quickly, comes back, Hobbs is in control. Shivani informs us that apparently Britt Baker has tweeted out about a big signing here in AEW. Ooh. And uh, and so, I don't know. I've seen Brian Cage and Will Hobbs go, like, wrestle. I've seen them wrestle live before. They're good. Uh, they These match, they seemed a little jarred by one another. They seemed, I, there were, I, it seemed like there were spots yeah. they were waiting to go for, but, like, with the Spinebuster spot, they were kind of going... Oh, I love the Spinebuster spot. I do. I actually like this Yeah, no, I do like the Spinebuster spot, but it seemed like they were waiting to get into it, and they were like, wait, are we going to do it? Are we going to do it? Okay, okay, let's do it. Ah, ah, That's just what I thought by seeing it. But um, Spinebuster to Cage, F5 to Hobbs, outside in, suplex to Hobbs, and that's when uh, Cage goes for the drill claw, but Hook distracts uh, the ref. Hobbs then uh, tosses Cage into uh, Ricky Starks, who appears out of nowhere, uh, knocks Cage in the head with the FTW Championship. I'm guessing that's the match we're going to get at All Out to replace uh, Andrade and uh, Pac. No, uh, no. Um, the the Women's Battle Royale is going to take that spot. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, we got a falling power slam to Cage, and Hobbs gets the pin on uh, Brian Cage. So uh, is Hobbs has a win on Dynamite? Is that a, is that the first time he's ever actually won on Dynamite as a singles competitor? No, I mean I think was he was he was a face for a minute. Remember? So yeah, but I always wins. thought those were just like elevate like dark matches. No, they were on Dynamite. Not okay, there. all right. So uh, yeah, Hobbs gets a pin in the win, and uh, we'll see what happens. Malachi Black uh, promo video promo. He basically said when he uh, he attacked was it Anderson last week? Was it last week? Right. Brock and, Anderson last week. Yeah, and Arn Anderson last week that he didn't run when Lee Johnson got in the ring. Um, yeah, he just said, I, I just left because I wanted to. Okay, Lee Johnson. God. Uh, Basically, he's saying his death will be a slow one. Well, he says, I will place a coin on each eye so you can pay the boatman's toll when you yeah. go down to Hades. Because I am Malachi Black. This was great. I mean, he's good. I just want to, I just, I'm starting to get that sense of like, this reminded me of the backstage promos he did on SmackDown. Yeah, but these are way better. They, they are these better. Aren't, these aren't, but he can't, Vince. he can't keep doing them because they just make me feel like those SmackDown ones. I, I had that. I haven't reached that point. I haven't reached that point. I think it's, it helps that they have like actual footage and the background of him being there, not like being there wrestling and being a part of the product. Like that's kind of, that kind of adds teeth to his yeah. promo. Like, yeah. With with back in the WD back when he was doing in the main roster of WWE, like he was just straight up, just just a black room static, just saying a bunch of nonsense which you don't care about because he has nothing to do with the actual. Well, they, he has like he's literally just there, just being the, for the sake of being there, mm-hmm. rather than having an actual meaningful program with somebody on the roster, which yeah, is I guess. Cody and the Nightmare and his Nightmare Factory people. Well, yeah. So him, he's going to face Lee Johnson at Rampage. Uh, next up, we have the WWE segment of the week brought to you by QT Marshall and the Factory. Um, so QT Marshall and the Factory are out in the ring. They call out Paul White because QT wants to face Paul White one-on-one heavyweight 
to heavyweight. Well. That's when, uh, uh, sorry, I said big show. Paul White comes out to the ring. Uh, he runs wild. They kind of, the factory beats down on him. I mean, yeah, it was like super obvious that they were going to do that too. Uh, so the gun club come out to clear the ring and then they, uh, they attack, uh, big show or sorry, fuck it. It's big show. This is WWE right here. This is what I'm talking about. So Billy Gunn, Mr. Ass Billy Gunn hit big show with a chair and his, and he was attacked by Billy Gunn and his scumbag son. So gun club is officially healed now. So I guess they've, they're they're not a part of the nightmare factory anymore because they were remember I don't know. It's, yeah, okay. it's nonsensical. It's nonsensical. Listen. And QT didn't even know what was going on because then the gun club walked past him. And he's just like, whoa, sorry. Hey. What is happening? Yeah. Man? What's going on? Listen, I, I have my thoughts, but we'll get to it at, on the preview. I will, I'll just speak solely on this segment, uh, particularly the gun club heel turn. I loved all of this. I loved the whole big show just killing everybody in a cartoonish way like i did not take this seriously like, because i no i took it the, the at the level of seriousness that it deserves like this is a low card like like mid like no yeah low tier stuff yeah. spot on the card that you gotta at least sell a little bit you gotta sell me a little bit on and it's just the whole novelty of just everybody selling for big show silly ass offense and i it worked for me dude because well, like that was fine not everything not everything needs to be a freaking high art main event that's the, fine within the picture within the picture of this card and what i what i saw from this go home segment like i was laughing my it's, ass off i was not taking this seriously at all exactly there's enough but then there's an but then listen there's enough there's enough stuff on this card to not take to, to actually take big seriously. show's a young guy we need to build him right show, and but then this whole big show qt marshall thing I was, and, and I know I'm in the minority on this. Like, I enjoyed it for what it was. I think QT Marshall is an excellent heel, like excellent low-card loser heel. And and Big Show being just this novelty act that I just, him going through that Nightmare Factory or whatever QT Marshall's uh, Nightmare Club wing yeah. is, I thought, I thought it was silly. I didn't take it seriously, but I enjoyed it nonetheless. All right. Uh, let's see. Yeah, no, it's just, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, the factory then pick up Paul White. QT Marshall's going to get his ass kicked. That's what's going to happen. The factory picks up Paul White, gives him a diamond cutter. And like I said, hash, well, yeah. hashtag WWE, uh, Tony Schiavone with uh, Britt Baker. No. Tony Gun Schiavone. Club, you know, Gun Club is undefeated. Well, good for them. They should have tagged. never show. lost a match. Uh, Tony Schiavone with Britt Baker, and apparently the free agent who she speaks of is her because she resigned. Who would have thought her and her boyfriend were free agents at the same same time? Who who would have thunk? I don't know. Not me. Not you. Not anyone. But hey, uh, yeah. There's going to be a uh, she announced a handicap match for Rampage with Rebel and uh, Jamie Hader versus Chris Chris Statlander. Now it's one of the stipulations of her contract. So, I don't know. Tony Khan is Thanks giving for these... coming, Britt. Yeah. Uh, Penelope Ford with the bunny versus Ty Conti. Uh, where do I get to the end of this match? Okay, so there's a lot of judo I... throws. Okay, go ahead. Uh, okay, I will say this. This match wasn't good, but Ty Conti, compared to where she was, compared to where she is now, she looks confident in the ring, and she looks like if she has somebody good to work with, she can work very oh, well. Oh, she's amazingly charismatic, dude. They have something in her. With that her. being said... Penelope Ford, I don't know if he's the best opponent for her to work with. 
because they didn't work well together in that ring. I mean, AEW's women's division, as talented as some of them, as some of the as as some of the talent that they have, as talented as it's, there's not a lot of depth to it, you know. Yeah, yeah. like no, it is. Serena yeah. Deeb is currently out, in which I consider her still the most, uh, like in ring, most talented worker throughout the entire division, and she's currently out. And I mean, who else do you have? Like Kara Shida is in the freak. Shida, uh, he's like in the nether realm. Like um, she's, she's just, they're Thunder slowly Rosa. building her up. They're stat padding her. Oh God. Chris Statlander. Did, did you, does the Thunder Rosa spot happen after? Yeah. Yeah. After yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. I we'll forgot. Uh, yeah. So then, um, so basically pump kicks all around the world to Ford gut buster to Conti bunny tripped Conti. Uh, Conti then tosses Ford into bunny roll up pin win. Um, Ty Conti gets the win. Uh, they beat down on Conti, and out comes they returning the Queen Slayer, Anna Jay. She returns. Um, yeah, so she's yeah. looking, and you can see the joy in Ty, Ty Conti's eyes. She's like, like my best friends like, here, like legitimate happiness. Welcome back, Anna. And then Excalibur says, "By the decree of Tony Khan, Anna Jay is in the battle royale." So hey. Something to look forward to. Yeah, it'll be a face for Britt Baker to beat. Uh, Thunder Rosa interrupted. Uh, she's backstage. She's interrupted by uh, Nyla Rose and Jade Cargill, who I guess have some sort of union now. Um, just, I, mean, I guess, just, just by virtue of both being heels. Yeah, they beat down. And I, I just love how Thunder Rose is like. She looks at both of them. She's like, "Well, if I'm gonna go down." I'm going to go down fighting <laughs> and she just starts throwing some punches. They and she's amazing. To, they needed to fix the audio on this fucking on this uh, on this segment because like they had to add at least a little bit more bass and oomph to each of those punches cuz like it just it just everything about this felt flat to me. Yeah. Everything about like when the beatdown on like Rosa it just I, I hate saying the word fake, but this was the fakest like <laughs> like I've ever seen. Off well, I mean, off, I mean, off and off studio segment. One and also once uh, Mark Sterling and Vicky Guerrero come into frame, it's just like, all right, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, clearly it's just going to be something to tease for the the battle royale. Which, yeah. Oh yeah. shit! It's going to be Jade Cargo and the uh, Royals facing off. Uh, They're going to eliminate each other, but we'll get there. Uh. Preview of Rampage this week. CM Punk is going to speak again because <laughs> <laughs> you got to play his music at least once on the show. It's going to be in Chicago at least again. They are in Chicago. <laughs> so let's do it again. Uh, they'll get a big pop for the show, like the all out. I show, honestly, I really do hope this is like an actual meaningful face to face promo to promo. I want more mic time for Darby Allen, not that student film. I, I need it's something. From, film. I need something more. And I, and I, and I think they will do that. Uh, I hope they would do that. So CM Punk speaks, Garcia, uh, Daniel Garcia versus Darby Allen, Malachi Black versus Lee Johnson, and uh, Miro will be there. He's going to be live. Uh, also, Statlander versus Jamie Hayter and Rebel. Oh, and uh, Moxley next week, his homecoming. Cincinnati. I guess we'll definitely be playing that Wild Thing theme again. Uh, and then they run down All Out, which we'll do at the end of the show. Our main event time, Jurassic Express and the Lucha Bros versus a version of the Elite. The Good Brothers and the Young Bucks. 
Uh, so the elite are coming out. They played the elite theme, so it's the elite. Oh, I know, but usually when I think elite, I think Kenny Omega is going to be a part of the match. I know, I know. We have the elite at home. Uh, so Steel Cage uh, is above the ring for some reason, some luring reason. Uh, Lucha Bros and Gal, or sorry, Lucha Source and Gallo start the match, and we get another Haas battle alert. Uh, that's when Ray and Ray Phoenix and Nick Jackson get in the yep. ring. Uh, leading to the Bucks and Bros exchanging super kicks. Both teams uh, kind of match super kicks at one point. Uh, the match breaks down into was an eight-way. Uh, back we go to commercial. Come back. Uh, the Elite are building the heat on Jungle Boy. Get a hot tag to Phoenix. Phoenix runs wild, donating kicks all around. Double springboard arm drag to Nick by Phoenix. I felt like when they could get Phoenix and Nick Jackson in the ring, they should take as much time as possible. Man, I thought Penta, like aesthetically speaking, like he looked awesome. I think this is his best. I think this is like his best costume. Like yeah. I was so over the Joker thing. Now he got that black, gold, and yeah, white. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That is, if there, I want that action. That figure. Joker one was 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 used up way too often. Speaking of which, hold on. When that CM Punk figure comes out, it's gonna be sold out everywhere, right? For like a good year, right? Probably. I mean. Yeah. Anyways, is it, was it any a, different than any other fucking all elite wrestling action figure? That's true. Just yeah. Uh, let's see. Cutler then hits uh, Phoenix in the face with this the the dreaded spray. We get a magic killer to Phoenix. BTE trigger broken up by Phoenix. Then he hits a double cutter on the two bucks. Meltzer driver to Phoenix and the pin and the win. God, I on Phoenix. This was a fucking astounding match. And Phoenix just just overachieving like he always does like calm down dude you got a pay-per-view and then we get our wcw segment of the week because we already had our wwe segment of the week uh, at least in my opinion um after the match kenny omega comes down uh he has pitch black hair when did that happen it's purple it's purple yeah oh okay uh the elite beat down on everyone luchasaurus uh he receives a magic killer through a table christian cage comes out but the elite outnumber him because you know there's like 12 of them uh, Cutler comes out with a bunch of kendo sticks now. Uh, Kenny then tells Tony. He's, Kong, like, he's like handing him out like churros. He's like, here you go. He's at Disneyland. He got churros for everyone. Yeah. Like, here you go, everybody. Kenny then uh, tells Tony, uh, tells Tony Khan that uh, to keep his personal effects a little closer and tells Callus to lower the cage because they have uh, the keys to the cage now. The elite beat down on all the faces. Oh no, he has controls to the cage because. Yeah, I thought he. I thought he. What he meant was like he stole the keys to control the cage. Yeah, I'm thinking too much about it. That's all. Uh, Lucha Bros are handcuffed. It's like on a the car, ropes. you know. Yeah. The keys to control a car. Uh, so many super kicks all around. We get a three man BTE trigger to Christian, and the heels stand tall. On. I'll say uh, this. Yeah, go ahead. On uh, dynamite. Yeah. No. Go on. The Bucks got to be losing that belt. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll get there. We'll get yeah, there. Yeah, like all I got to say about this ending segment just pertains to what I think All Out should be, which, hey, hey, this Dynamite, this Dynamite, I, it it did its job in making me excited for All Out. Yeah. I can no, say I'm that. Good. Yeah. And leading to Rampage 2 will be a little buffer in between. That was Dynamite. AEW. <laughs> It's not like we cut away for a second, but oh my that God. was AEW Dynamite. Now we move on to our all Anything that can happen will happen. I'm already yeah, getting yeah. microphone issues on my fucking end, too, but uh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and AEW All Out this Sunday night. Uh, CWR 
That's our station that we work for. Uh, we will have <laughs> yes, uh, the, 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 the historic station. That the, is the radio station that should be called the YouTube channel, but I call it a radio station. Uh, yeah, we're on YouTube. We will have some sort of review for you that evening. Uh, but let's kick you know, it off. The radio is not a podcast, but for you, it's it can be. Thank you. The Col- fuck Col- thank Cabana you, Colt Cabana. Do you want me to send you that that sound clip now? No. Uh, okay. Uh, we kick it off with the pre-show match, uh, the buy-in match, as it would be called. The buy-in. We get the best friends. We get Orange Cassidy, Chuck Taylor, Wheeler Yuta, and uh, Jurassic Express. That's Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus with Marco Stunt uh, versus the HFO, the Hardy fam or the Hardy front office. I forgot again what they were fucking called. Uh, Matt Hardy, Private Party, uh, TH2. Yeah, they're having a ten-man tag. I think yeah. we should end the they should end the program. Uh, Best friends and lucha uh, people win. Yeah, probably. I, I don't know. There's not much. There's not much weight to it. It's just it gets the crowd happy. Yeah, you know, it's a crowd. You know, they gotta check if they gotta check the, if the mics are working. They gotta make sure all the yeah, yeah. they gotta cross their T's and dot their I's in this broadcast. So might as well use it on a fucking so, buy-in. That's the whole point of buy-ins. So in that, my opinion, I think. Then we go on to the first <clears throat> the first match of the night, or at least how Wikipedia is listing it: the twenty-one woman casino. Battle Royal for the AEW Women's Championship match. Uh, we have Nyla Rose, Thunder Rosa, The Bunny, Big Swole, Julia Hart, Ty Conti, Diamante, Penelope Ford, Red Velvet, Hikaru Shida, Emi Sakura, Jade Cargill, Kira Hogan, Abaddon, Layla Hirsch, Kaylin King, Rebel, Jamie Hayter, Anna Jay, and Two Women TBD. I'm voting on Two Women TBD. That sounds like a strong person. And don't forget the Joker! Uh, yeah. So I mean, I'm assuming one of them's the Joker and one of them's going to be announced on Rampage. I mean, who do you think the Joker is going to be? Ruby Riot. Yeah, it's Ruby Soho. Ruby Soho. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she, it's got to be her. I mean, I. Who else would it Did be? You see that video? What the one of her getting on the train? Yeah. Well, no, not the one. Like, There's like one of her. She's she yeah. Steals where a car. They, like she's checking her IDs. Like, oh wait, no. And it's a Heidi Lovelace. Like, no, show this. And this is, and it says, uh, yeah. Ruby. Says Ruby Soho. Yeah. Uh, so, ho, Soho. Uh, <laughs> who do you think is going to win this uh, this match? It's probably Ruby Soho. You think so? Yeah. I'm I don't think gonna, it's going to be Ty Conti. I don't think it's going to be Ty Conti. I think it's going to be Anna J. I think Anna J. She's returning. Uh, she's a face to face. Maybe like, she's a someone to face. Too early. No, I don't, don't think she's going to win a title. I think she's going to be cannon fodder for uh, Britt Baker. That's AEW. Like. People have their roles, man. Like she'll be built Can't up. To push a champion. Everybody. She'll be a champion one day. But until then, I think she's going to win this match by eliminating J- Jamie Hayter. Jamie Hayter. You know, because they were, was it? Um, she was teasing the whole like, well, if Jamie Hayter wins, she's not going to challenge me because it's my title. Uh, oh, damn it. But yeah. So you say uh, Ruby Soho. I say Anna Jay. Okay. Next match. John Moxley versus, versus. Are you actually writing this down? No, but I should. I okay. don't know. Uh, Satoshi Kojima. See, it's easier when I read it. Um, I mean, this is Moxley's match to win, right? Yeah. There's I no, mean, there's really like, no you question think about it. It's not so much if Moxley's going to win. Do you think we're going to see another tease of another New Japan person? Yes. But who? Maybe a video playing? Like just Tanahashi and the Titan Tron? Yeah. Like, that makes sense. Be, yeah. Because he's been calling out Tanahashi for the past couple months. Unless unless Minoru Suzuki comes on the screen. Because Minoru Suzuki... No, I is hope doing... he doesn't come on the screen. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, uh, it's a big cleanup job. But no. It's a TVPG pay-per-view. Uh, this is not, TV this, 14. This is not restaurant quality here. Um, but no, I think it's going to be Minoru Suzuki because he's doing that U.S. kind of tour through this, you know, he's yeah. coming, he's coming to the Bay Area. It would be a great moment if, oh. for Minoru Suzuki to just straight up appear it all out and just, he basically just do that entrance. Well, I don't think, you, I don't think, think he'll show think a lot of people. You think a lot of people are going to say Kazina, Kaze ni nare? Kaze ni nare. I'm not asking if you're going to do it. I'm asking if. <laughs> well, I'll <laughs> be one of the many people to do it, but yes, I think if he's there, yes, it'll happen. But I don't think he's going to be there. I think he's going to show up on the screen. Video package. He's not He's not in America yet. Um, he's going to come on the screen with his package. Hey, hey, exactly. Next up, Paul White versus QT Marshall uh, with Aaron Solo and Nick Camarado uh, in his corner. Who, who do you got in this match, Michael? <sighs> what do you? Okay, it was Big Show and QT Marshall. I'm going to – did you see – Um. Did you watch Dark where, like, Taz was like, oh, no, I love QT Marshall. He's my boy. I love his dog so much. Um, And, like, he's – I think every, I support everything going with QT Marshall going forward. And then Excalibur completely asked – and then straight up Excalibur asked, well, yeah, who you got in this match against Big Show? I mean, uh, against Paul White. Oh, I think QT Marshall's toast. <laughs> and that's, Dude, I love yeah. I love Dark because uh, Taz and Excalibur are just able to shoot the it's shit. It's a podcast. They're it's just a like, podcast. hey, did you see that that football game the other day? Didn't think it was going to happen like that. Oh, good. <laughs> and, I yeah. think, and I think they know it, too. They're very self-aware yeah. about that. Like, it's great. When we're like, okay, people love us, love this show for this. Let's just let's just keep on going. Let's just keep on going with it. Let's Yeah, yeah for sure. We're riding the wave with it. Like if you treat if you treat dark and dark elevation to an extent as a podcast, it's 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 fantastic. Uh, so I don't think this match is going to happen. You think it's going to be a swerve? I think swerve that, I think that's why we got what we got on Dynamite. I think they beat down Paul White so much, like it had to take like somebody beating him down with a chair on and his. Not medically cleared, and you it. think it's going to be Adam Cole? Adam Cole, baby. And he's going to fucking super kick the hell out of QT Marshall. And he's going to pin and win. It's going to be a face. Yeah. For a second. For a second. Might as well. You know, come in. Okay. You don't have him aligned with the elite. Because everyone, that's a natural born storyline. Just have him come in and debut. I'll just be another guy in the elite if they, if they were to do and, that. And it doesn't need to be him coming in as a face. He just saw an opportunity to take a match. Marshall, yeah. Marshall's just out there. Oh, no one's here to give me a match. What's going on? No one's here. And then out you hear, boom, Adam Cole comes out. I think it's happening, man. I know. I if, hope it happens. That sounds like a great idea. The card's overloaded. But, but that's, that's sad. But, man, I feel sorry for Paul White. <laughs> I think, uh, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, what do you mean? I feel sorry. It's Paul White. It's not like, uh, was it not like Dante Martin is like, Hey, maybe this was like an audible, like, hey, and then Paul White's just going to be a company man. Like, OK, no, I see this. This is going to be this is going to be a lot better. Yeah. Like, I do think that's a better idea. He, he needs to push. I hope talent. it would happen. But and younger I... talent is Adam Cole. So anything I think Big Show can do to get younger talent over and get them a better place on the card is a good thing. Like, who is really being like, oh, that Big Show, QT Marshall. I'm really looking forward to that match. No one. Yeah. Come on, I mean, people might be like, oh, yeah, QT Marshall's good. But no one's looking forward to the match. As much as I adored that, that Dynamite segment, like, I can't inherently disagree with you. Yeah. Like, I can't defend it. I mean, like, 
like a second match, like, hey, people want to go to the merch stand. This is a bathroom break. Yeah. You kind of do need those buffer spots, and I, QT Marshall and Big Show is perfect for that shit. Yeah, yeah exactly. No, I feel you on that, though, too. Uh, our next match of the night, Chris Jericho versus MJF. Singles match, the final fight. If Jericho loses, he can't wrestle. The streets of Rage Man myself. He, well, that's, I like both. They're both pretty good games. But nonetheless. Streets of Rage is better. Um, if Jericho loses, he can't wrestle in AEW anymore. So, I don't know. I guess I'll go first on this one because I've just been asking you first. I don't know where to go on this because Jericho said he started his his main event career you know, 22 years ago in Chicago and putting over younger talent like this would be the way to go out. That on being all said, out. Yeah. On all out. That being said, I don't see a reason why he would release his complete list of Jericho book six months prior to ending his career. You see what I'm saying? So I think Jericho's going to win, but I wouldn't be surprised if he puts over MJF. I think Jericho should put MJF and I think he will put MJF because it would, why would they, it, again, you put that book into factor. Like what if that could just, that could just be it. MJF could just be the last match on that list and just wipe our hands clean. Just don't have to add any more matches from this point on. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> but you'd have to have an updated version of the book, which is doable, but just and in my think, head, it, it's a lot. E it'll probably be a lot easier for the, a lot of easier for them to not do that. Have MJF be actually the last on that list. And that's but I and it's going to do a bill of goods for MJF. And listen, as much as like a W and, and this is a good way for a Jericho to actually, you know, the transition just straight up into being a commentator for Rampage. And they could always they could always, you know, roll back on that. uh roll back on that stipulation as much as gung-ho as they are for stipulations. Like they could say like, Oh, MJF could, you know, the, like MJF, Sean Ross Sapp actually said, made a really good, uh, made a really good point about this. Like MJF could like, he might need Jericho's help one day, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. And be like, well, I, I can, he, and then he could be the one to allow him to come back or something. Um, I mean, we've seen WWE. Keep going. I got to reconnect my microphone. All right. Well, we've seen that in WWE with, uh, you know, when John Cena beat and they beat the authority and they got rid of the authority. But if you remember correctly, then they they uh, tricked John Cena into allowing the authority to come back. And when he did that, you know, he was it was kind of dumb, but I could see that being a point if MJF does beat Chris Jericho and Jericho puts him over because that would make sense for an all-time great to do the job the correct way. Especially, it has so much meaning in Chicago 22 years ago, you know. So it, it's great what they're doing in this match because I am still talking. And, yeah, it's going to be great. Like You said MJF is going to win. I said uh, Chris Jericho is going to win, but I wouldn't be surprised if MJF wins. So that leads us to our next match of the evening. Testing, testing, which testing. Is, hey, what's up? Yeah, our next match. We, I was going to test what you thought about the next match. Oh, God, this this Yeti's butt cheeks. Uh, next match. Oh, did you want to say anything else about Jericho and MJF? No, I think I said my piece. Okay. Miro defending his TNT title against Eddie Kingston. What do you think, Michael? You know, I think they could, uh, they could easily just... Uh, 
there could be a fucked finish and they could run this back at Arthur Ashe and have an extended program building up to that. That makes sense. But then I feel like you should do that with Proud and Powerful as well for the Bucks or Lucha Bros. Well, Lucha Bros winning in New York, though, that'd be kind of random. Like, why would they? But with Proud and Powerful. No, Proud and Powerful I... winning in New York. So if I had a choice between Proud and Powerful, I mean, fuck it, do both. Fuck it. This isn't WWE. You know, like they could just do both hometown booking. Kingston and. Uh... I want Eddie Kingston to win that TNT championship at Arthur Ashe. I mean, it'd be cool. If I can't get, if we can't get that, get Proud and Powerful to win the tag titles at Arthur Ashe. Ah, uh, well, that's Some, that. oh, at least one of them. Yeah. I could. It'd be nice for both. I, I would go with Kingston over that. But I see, yeah, I see Miro winning, like you said, winning this match at All Out, retaining. Um, maybe somebody who's super hot gets involved, and um, maybe distracts Eddie Kingston, or you know, some sort of fuck finish, like you said. But I, yeah, like I said, I think Miro's retaining. Yeah, no, I I wouldn't necessarily in this particular event. I think Miro should retain. Uh, then we move on to the Young Bucks. That's the team of Nick Jackson and Matt Jackson, um, with no Nike Dior lows, uh, facing uh, or defending their titles in a steel cage against the Lucha Brothers. That's Penta El Cerro Miedo and his brother Ray Phoenix. Uh, they have Alex Abrahantes in their corner. Uh, although it wouldn't help them because they are in a steel cage. Uh, and But then also it goes two ways, you know, uh, steel cage. They don't have Alex Abrahantes, but then the Young Bucks don't have the Elite on ha- their corner. Have we, seen a, shenanigans. have we seen a steel cage match in AEW yet? Yeah, Cody versus Wardlow. Okay, okay. The fucking War Games match. Yeah, okay, no, I'm no, I'm thinking general, like, regular steel cage. Wardlow versus Cody. Is it regular rules? Like, are we going to see, like, is it just uh, escape the cage and all that, or is it just pinfall or submission? I can see the Young Bucks trying to escape. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, for sure. Um, but I, I think the Lucha Brothers are taking the tag titles. They better. They built it up for, the tag to, for them to win the tag titles on Dynamite. Considering uh, how Dynamite ended this week, like they, if if the Lucha Bros lose this match, like I, they're burying the Lucha Brothers. I don't see the Elite uh, keeping every single title out of this pay per view, but I also don't see Kenny Omega. Well, we'll get there. You know, I see the Young Bucks losing their titles before Kenny Omega is what I'm trying to say. And you're basically saying the Young Bucks are losing. Yes. I do too. I agree. I think they Lucha Bros should go over, and I think this is going to be a fucking insane match. They the balls Tony Khan has to put Ray Phoenix on a steel cage. Do you do you know how he how Ray Phoenix enters a enters a ring regularly? He jumps on the top rope and does a backflip. Yeah. Well, God knows what he's going to do on the top on the top of a cage. You he's going to outdo Cody. He's going to do like seven other flips off the cage. Outdo Cody. Yes, outdo Cody. Oh. Out, they're going to outwork everyone. Oh, yeah. yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, so I proclaim we we're going to see new tag team champions, just like you do. Uh, we move on to the AEW Women's Championship match. Uh, Dr. Britt Baker, MD. Uh, I love how over that is, too, because I just want to see everyone in the arena just like DMD um, versus Chris Statlander. She's defending her title against her. Um, what do you think? Uh, it's gonna be a tough spot, tough match. Um, tough spot. I think it'll card. be okay. I think I still think Chris Stratlander is still a little bit green. She's I like her. Well, she's an that's alien. Thing. I can never. That's the thing about this AEW women's division. I like everyone. Yeah, I think they're all very likable. I just think any match is like besides 
your Thunder Rosa, Britt Baker, your uh, or anything else. Nothing seems really hot to me from a from an in ring standpoint, which is kind of which I think the addition of a Ruby Soho yeah. would be very welcome because they do need like a veteran per se, yeah. a veteran like a veteran in ring worker, and that's what I that's what they were probably hoping for yeah. with um, with Ruby's uh, with uh, Serena Deeb. Um, Serena Deeb and CM Punk working in the same company. Uh, hey. She's she's injured. Straight Edge Society. Hey, and Kevin Gallows. Kevin. We have Gallows there too. We have all three members of the Straight Edge Society in AEW. We can have maybe next time. Maybe next time. Maybe but, next um, year. Next year when she's and returned. like Hikaru Shida, she she did her thing. You know that that her time has not passed, but they did what they did with her. Hopefully, she'll come back in a meaningful <laughs> program. Uh, what the fuck are they doing with Riho? Uh, they're not selling her toys. I can tell you that much. Jesus. Everywhere I go, that's the only um, toy that they have. And uh, yeah, I think this will be an okay match, uh, Brit. But at least they have a clear heel versus face thing. Yeah, I mean it'll be a fuck finish. You have uh, Jamie Hader and Rebel ringside. Yeah. So I think, and I think, and uh, and Britt Baker's retaining. And you know you'll get Orange Cassidy out there doing his little shtick. Um, but I mean it'll be it'll be kind of. Cute He's gonna see. orange punch both ladies, just like oh god. It'll be cute or, to see that's like your heel turn. No, because Orange Cassidy does the uh, the thing where he um, he'll just kind of step in the <laughs> way. I think if there's like with Chris Statlander, but he won't like not of Chris Statlander, but yeah, something attacking her. Okay, now here's the real question: We have two matches left on the card, Michael. Two. What is gonna be the main event? I think it's gonna be. Uh, I think it's gonna be Omega and Cage. I think so too. I think you're right. I do think you're right because uh, Kenny Earth, a very big reason. T- Tony Khan did uh, state on an interview with Wrestling Observer Radio that's Dave Meltzer and I think it was uh, Garrett Gonzalez. Garrett Gonzalez, who sounds like a swell you, guy. Have you seen a picture of Garrett? Gon- have you seen video I, or I've, picture of Garrett Gonzalez? Yeah, we're friends on Facebook. He looks damn near 20 he does he sounds he like he's nowhere near i always thought he was age. like 20 i always thought he was 20 yeah. for the longest time and then i saw a picture i was like oh whoa you're older than 20 okay i don't want to say he's old but he's older than 20 he has kids in college he does um he co-founded next door karen's are us oh god <laughs> this person on next door the other day was complaining about somebody being naked in their car and then was like, I'm gonna call the cops on you. And the person I mean, drove off. They could be a nudist. No. Nudist. Let them be nude. Okay. Are okay. there nudists in San Francisco? Yeah, go to the Castro. I'm not making a joke, but there are literally nudists that hang out on the corner. Uh, yeah, I know. Like I've only seen naked people in public in the context of like a parade or a fucking celebration, but just straight up, hey, this yeah. is me. They're just like on the corner of Market and Castro. It's just like, okay, okay. we get it, guys. Okay, so since we're we both in agreement that that's the main event, we will go to the semi-main, CM Punk versus Darby Allen. Um, I mean, CM Punk has to win this. CM Punk has to win this. He has to. Well, that's the classic Vince booking where it's fuck it, fuck it, pal. Yeah, Darby Allen is kind of like so the whip. Like I, I, he is kind of like the one that takes a lot of losses, though. I've noticed that lately. Jobber to the start. Nah, I still yeah. think this is this. But come on, this is still. His biggest match of his entire career. Oh, definitely, yeah, one hundred percent. So I don't think I don't think he gets hurt. He by did a loss say at all. He did say CM Punk said if he was fifteen he'd watch Darby Allen. Well, Darby Allen did watch CM Punk when he was fifteen. It's a complete circle. It's a great story. Yeah. Now, uh, yeah, we're both in agreement that uh, Punk is going to win this, but how? 
what do you think that match is going to look like? I mean, it's going to be like, what do you mean? Don't like, sleep on, don't sleep on like it'll be Darby's a good match. technical skills. But does how much ring rest does CM Punk have? We're going to find out. And I think that is one of its main attractions. Because this could be, this could be a fucking train wreck. I'll be honest. That GTS he did on Dynamite. Oh, I thought it looked great. Honestly, no, no, no. Dynamite, that, that that Dynamite segment, I thought he looked, he surprised me physically. If you saw the GTS that he did when he did it on that indie, I thought this guy clearly doesn't give a shit, like, about how he physically, how, how physically built he is for wrestling for a return. No. Yeah. So way better. We'll he see what happens. Uh, see how much ring, see how long CM Punk can go in a ring doing a match in front of crowd. You know, like, yeah, you can train, you can train, you can train, but this is going to be the ultimate test. Brock uh, Hogan levels of heat? No. Like, no, I think these no, are, I'm willing are... to, I'm will, I think, I think they're going to stare at each other for like a good three minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's going to be yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They're definitely going to build up the crowd and the crowd's going to fucking yeah. go wild. Uh, but then the main event of the evening is going to be Kenny Omega defending his AEW World Championship with Don Callis in his corner against uh, the Impact Champion, which his title is not on the line. Uh, Christian Cage. So uh, it actually said that it, it doesn't say only... it, it says singles match for the AEW World Championship. Okay. Yeah. Um, There's no indication because if this match was for all the titles, why wouldn't they have just had one match for all the titles? Yeah. You no, know they would make that clear. Uh, I think. And why wouldn't the be... other match have been for the AEW title? So I think Kenny Omega goes over yep. and I think this match will surprise a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people just just by pure from a pure standpoint, these guys aren't restricted by rampage time, TV time. I think what they're going to go for, they're going to run it back. Like because I watched that rampage match uh, that it fucked. I really liked it. I really liked it. And I think and I came away from that rampage match wanting more, wanting Mm -hmm. more. And I think these guys are going to like surprise the hell out of everybody. And I think Omega's going to go over and I think. And I think but Christian Cage is going to end up looking really, really good out of it. Oh, I mean, definitely. It's going to gonna go at least a good 22 minutes, I'm guessing. 20, I think 22 minutes is a bit of a – I think that's on the short side. I think they they, they want to give Kenny Omega his, his 40, 30, 30 to 40-minute like, match. Think, I don't think that's going to happen. But, hey, I think we'll that's see. What, but I do think that's the expectation level we're getting out of Kenny Omega. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what I mean, happens. That's my I expectation level. I I see this match being better than what everyone thinks because I don't have high hopes for it. Um, I'm not a fan of Christians. I don't hate Christian. I don't have like a Christian voodoo doll, and I'm like hoping he loses. Um, I just I'm not a fan of his work, and when I see him wrestle, I even from when he was wrestling in WWE, I turned off the channel. So, all right, fair we'll enough. See. He's a good uh, worker, but hey, you know, he's uh, not working everyone. Oh, that's his catchphrase. We all know, Michael. We get it. But yeah, how many times have I said that? <laughs> huh? Oh, you get it? That's what he says. That's what he says. Hey, guys. Oh, God. All right. So Kenny Omega retains his world title. Are we going to see anything else at all out? So we've already, we've went through the card. You know, we're predicting that Ruby Soho is going to show up. I'm predicting Adam Cole is going to show up. Jericho's losing. Uh, Bucks are losing. Uh, Baker's winning, Omega's winning, Punk is winning, and uh, the most important match of the night, the best. We're mostly in agreement. No. That's the, kind of the thing. No, we're not. Uh, okay, whatever. <laughs> Paul, yeah, there's some things we... I said Jericho's going to win. 
I say Jericho's going to win. Oh, I said, oh, wait. No, no you I said, said MJF. Yeah. 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 Brian Danielson. Rewind the tape. No, not yet. He got he, Danielson was like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna debut it all out. And they're like, Adam Cole is no longer with WWE. He's like, well, I'm gonna stay in Seattle for another couple months. You guys just want okay, to do Adam Cole? So this is the That's main cool. difference. This is gonna be the main difference between us. I say Brian Danielson's premiering after the Omega Christian Cage match. I mean, it could be. <coughs> but Punk said, you have to be a little patient about that. Girl. You gotta calm down. You gotta calm down, okay? But hey, I think everybody. this is the this is the I think this is where you debut. We'll see. I mean, I. What's the pay per view after this? Full Gear. Yep. Uh, when's Full Gear in November? November, St. Louis. They might move that too. Yeah, and then it's Revolution in February, right? They have. Yeah, December. that's that's their usual cycle. No, I'm just thinking. Yeah, just two months off. So um, I think. I mean. We'll see. I think Brian Danielson debuts. I think he debuts in All Out. And then what? Build to Full Gear. So the big yeah. match is going to no, be. No, he's he's. He's going to be he's going to be in that mix. Listen, he's not CM Punk. He wrestled WrestleMania. He wrestled the month after WrestleMania against Roman Reigns to put him over on his last match. Yeah. Like this yeah. is the Dan, Brian Danielson is is ready. No, I'm not saying he's not ready. I'm just saying to me build okay, having him debut at All Out in September I guess you have October, November, you have two months to build up the match, but then what? You're going to have Kenny Omega lose his the whole big build is for him to lose at full gear. He could honestly, he could wrestle at the Arthur Ashe. He could debut at Arthur Ashe. There's not much time. Like there's, there's not a lot yeah. of time between Arthur Ashe and uh, full gear. I don't. Yeah. I don't think he should just, be I mean, inserted. not all I, out. I don't think he should be inserted into the title picture immediately is what I'm saying. I think you kind of have to, he's there, but he is 100% their biggest name. He's 100% their biggest name that they have. They will sign. Yeah, you know, no, they. I mean, I I say arguably more than Punk. Rumors are that he 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 was signed, you know. Yeah, and so I think with Dan, with Brian Danielson, he is he is one hundred percent your main event. He's in that main event scene. Yeah, because he's fucking Brian Danielson, Corey. Brian Danielson. No, it's not. They're not going to say that. I mean, they will Brian do yes chant. Danielson. But I do think, yeah, of course, there's going to be a yes chant. But you can't trademark they're gonna, yes. They're, they're going to do. You're going to get your fucking head kicked in. Like this is going to be American Dragon, at well, least. Who, who's Con. gonna Who's gonna do? You're gonna get your fucking head kick in. Like, that's his. I, I, that's his. That's his chance. I don't know that. I mean, you're you're telling you're you're saying this to me, and I I'm a good I'm I've been a fan of Daniel Bryan the entire WWE career, and I know I didn't watch. You just said Daniel Bryan. That's just supposed to show how much of a yeah. That's how much of a true fan you are, and how many people of the one point whatever million that watch AEW Dynamite. I think you'll are I think more you'll familiar be with his I think, WWE. Career. I think you'll be surprised. I yeah, think we'll you see. will be surprised. You are underestimating. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, definitely underestimating the fan base. I don't think they're going to start chanting that. I think if somebody starts chanting, they might get it going. But chances are, it's going to be a lot of yes chants. Oh yeah, no, I'm not doubting there it. will be zero. I'm not saying there will be zero yes chants. There was fucking yes chants during the Punk promo. Yeah, something that he had nothing to do with. <sighs> but it's I can't wait. Oh my god, I can't wait, Corey. Yeah. It's gonna be great. It, it, the it's, show's gonna be great. It's it's we're gonna be all in <coughs> for all out. No Andrade versus Pac. Yeah, no I Andrade think, versus Pac. Uh, Pac apparently is visa issues. He never should have left the country. He, probably. Okay. I don't know. Isn't this like not the deal. first time? I think he said visa issues before. Yeah, I know. What is going on with Pac? Does he have some What's sort going of going on with? Hey, listen, the world happened. Okay. No. 
the world happened. This is more. This is. I'm concerned about America happened. I want my mom to sit down with Pac and talk to him and and see what's going on with his. I know. I feel like. No, my mom would be like, "Don't try to read too much into Pac. What is going? Laura. Anyways, you know, scheduling it for another. I mean, Tony TK said they're scheduling it for a rampage. So. Yeah. What so you originally, think, you think, but then, do you think they're going to make good with an Andrade appearance at the pay per view? Because I feel like he's he's owed that at least. I mean, he give that. Yeah. I mean, he Ashley Flair. <laughs> Mi amor is all elite. Oh, she's just like fuck it. I'm leaving. You have me job after that up. whole Nia Jax thing. I wouldn't be surprised. But uh, anyways, AEW Dynamite, AEW All Out, AEW WWWWCWR on AEW TGI Fight Day. TGI Fight Day. Yeah, that's the show we do right here on City Wrestling Radio. Guys, I think we're gonna get out of here for the evening because I'm gonna go get a late night burrito. Ooh, yeah. Nonetheless, they still open. They're not the one by my house, but I'll hop in my car. Okay. Uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Can you get me one? Uh, it's a little far of a drive, but... Uh, Shit! Okay, it's fine. Uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at CWR415. That's only on Twitter, though, but if you want to find us anywhere else, check us out at City Wrestling Radio. That's on Instagram and Facebook, because uh, we've been pretty popular lately. You post a lot of news. We're kind of a big deal. We're kind of a big deal around here, yeah, especially in the greater Bay Area. Um, yeah, check us out on social media. Cause like I said, uh, every day, every day I post news onto Instagram, you know, um, just lighten up the timelines, lighten up your timelines. Yeah. Anyways, guys, we will see you later and, uh, probably see you. Oh, no, not probably. I'll definitely see you for the all out review. Have a wonderful day. Bye. Oh, my fucking microphone is fixed.